ballers. Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. Howdy, y'all. Lady, lady, lady ballers. Lady ballers. Welcome back. You know, what we need to do is like a just splice together all the intros as quarantine's going on and see how insane they keep getting crazy yes. it gets I, I love that or maybe we can make it our intro song to the podcast that's a good idea we yeah. can have uh daniel got hits cut us a little mix seriously when is he gonna cut us a mix we need to text him i don't know we'll have to uh yeah get him on that we have enough content <laughs> for him now so we can send that to him <laughs> all right guys today oh. well guys yes Nope, go for it. Today we had the awesome opportunity to speak with Indy Cowie, who if you haven't heard of her, you've probably seen a video of her doing some ridiculous freestyling trick that I can't even fathom how her legs move that fast, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's a legend in the freestyling world, and she is just, she's a really awesome person, and um, it's really cool to see how she started playing soccer, and she was so good, like she played on UNC, but then kind of had to pick between freestyling and playing professionally, which is wild. But she's happy she made the decision to continue with the freestyling because she's paving the way for lady ballers today in that area. Yeah, I think that I didn't even know about, like, I loved her quote about it. I mean, we'll everyone will be able to get into it and hear it um, after this. But it's really interesting how her journey, like it, even just talking with her about how she started performing on the streets in Scotland, like that's how she got like the nerves out. Um, but she's so cool. She's so down to earth and nice. And you can just tell how much she loves what she does. Yeah, she and she's had incredible experience. Like she was on the Ellen show. She's just an all around legend. She's um, a Guinness Book World Record holder yeah, three times. Yeah. Um, so enjoy us talking about her dogs and cats for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, we are back and we have a special guest this week, Indy Cowie, our good friend, freestyler, and just all around amazing lady baller. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you guys doing? We are good. So are you in North Carolina? Where are you right now? Yes. How is it there? Uh, scary times, you know, just pretty much staying inside. I know. It It, it is a weird time. Not venturing, not really venturing out at all, just getting everything kind of, groceries, everything delivered, so. That's nice. You've got, you've got so many cute animals (laughs) to keep you entertained in quarantine. (laughs) Yes. How many animals are in the house right now? I'm curious. Uh, two dogs and four cats. Oh my goodness. Right, I was expecting how, how more. That's <laughs> great. How is it with the cats and the dogs? Do they like each other? Oh, they love each other. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I'm currently with my my fiance's mom's cat and my dog, and they they don't <laughs> like each other. So like, yeah, so it's stressing oh, no. them out, and it's stressing me out. <laughs> oh, I know no. it makes me sad. Yeah, it's it's we we had our first cat before we got any of the dogs and then the dogs were puppies when we got them and then the rest of the cats we found on the street and were just little trash goblins so they were pretty much cool with whatever (laughs) they were just happy to be around with you guys they were like oh my gosh it's warm inside this is cool yeah they all integrate pretty well and like 
so the kittens will snuggle with the dogs sometimes. The older cat is like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not about that. But the younger cats will snuggle sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's, a, so that's funny. adorable. Like, side note, did you ever see Otis and... Um... No. no! Come on, wait, what is the movie? What is This is a fake Milo... movie that your mom no, literally made. Milo and Otis, that's what it's called. Indie. I'm not... Have you seen oh, it? I... I refuse to watch dog and horse movies. No, it's dog and cat. Dog and cat. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a pet peeve in me. Dog and horses together. Like no, like not together. Like any like movies about dogs or horses, even if they are together, they always end up with the animal dying, and I just cannot okay. take it. Wait, no, Homeward Bound, cat and dogs all survived. No, Shadow died. Shadow died. <laughs> Thank God. No, he didn't. Carly, he goes back at the end, and the kid's like, Shadow, and he's like, oh, Wilbur, no, he's like, or whatever. <laughs> Jesse, I'm home. That Indy, if you haven't seen that movie, that's a classic. I, I, I might have to check it out. Definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. So how are you? Are you training more now that you're like stuck at home even more? Yeah, I mean, training's been. I just kind of been going out in the back patio, not interacting with anybody, and then I've been messing around inside a little bit with kind of like trick shots and stuff. But you know, I, I mean, I mean, some of your trick shots have been very impressive. The DVD or the game into the PlayStation. It was wild. How long yeah, did I that take? I did not think I was going to get that. I was, it, we were about an hour in and I was like, I think I need to just give up. <laughs> and then it was like, literally like, I had some vegan chicken nuggets and I think that did the trick. <laughs> I feel like that's what that always happens though. Like when you're just about to give up and you're like, fine, just one more. And then like, you finally get mm-hmm. the take. It's freaking the story of our life, at least too. Yeah. It always seems to happen that way. I was like, let's just do a quick lunch break and then I'll try for like 10 more minutes and it just happened <laughs> so funny well what's so cool though is that you can still work on your trick your tricks like with a small amount of space you know like you don't really always need a whole field to get your your work in yeah i was very lucky that i'm able to do that i know I, I, I need a lot field. of space for my tricks so <laughs> <laughs> you know Honestly. a whole field <laughs> Uh, well, not not. I don't land them every time, so it's a lot of chasing the ball every now and then. True. You know? so. I was I was actually <laughs> get a little bit I of a run in. I was about that. Like yep. that's. I feel like it's such a hard workout, even though you might not be covering as much space as you like people think. You know, the fact that you have to continue keeping the ball up, and then like you said, chasing it sometimes. Like you probably get such a good workout in just an hour. You work. How how long are your sessions usually? It kind of just depends what I'm working on. So if I'm doing, like, some basic stuff into, like, smaller combos, I can go for, like, an hour, hour and a half, just because those get really tiring. But if I'm working on, like, a specific trick and I, like, want to land it, I get very obsessive obsessive about doing it. So I, I, I can be out there for, like, three hours or four wow. hours until I land it. I, that is wild, number one. And what I was also thinking about, too, before we jumped on this call with you, was the amount of mm-hmm. focus that that takes. Because, like, if I go to the gym and I work out for an hour and a half, I can go zone out on the treadmill or I can zone, mm-hmm. you know, like, let my mind wander. But you literally can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it is a good thing for me because it really is kind of like a complete release where I'm not thinking about anything other than the trick that I'm trying to land, which is good. It just gives me kind of this, like, almost, like, weird meditation. Oh. You're in the zone. 
Do you ever get... Yeah. Yeah, do you ever, like, freak out and get frustrated? I feel like I would break some <laughs> things if there were breakable things. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I do not keep my cool at all. Who do you train with? Do you train with your sister a lot, or, like, are there a lot of freestylers near you? No, I. it's usually just me by myself, just a speaker, and that's it. That's amazing. <laughs> Quite sad. <laughs> no, that's... I mean, it's definitely, like, you have to have a certain you know, like, mentality to be able to do that. Yeah, I, 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 it's not cut out. Everyone's not cut out for that because that is, like, a, a ton of focus, a ton of mental frustration, I feel like. Yeah. I would be terrible. So how, <laughs> how did you get into freestyling? So I – my parents are Scottish, so I basically grew up walking with a ball. My dad was like – as soon as I took my first step, he was like, here you go. <laughs> Um, so I had always been really focused on kind of like the skill-based stuff, like 1v1 moves and that kind of thing, and I was into juggling before I saw or like learned about what freestyle was, and then when I was about like 11 or 12, I was over in the UK for a family vacation and saw John Farnworth perform, who was the world champion at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, you can do stuff like that with a ball? That is what I want to do. And it just kind of started off as a hobby and kind of snowballed into what it is today. That's so cool. Did you, Have you ever met him? Like, did you tell him that? I'm sure he's like... Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Have you <laughs> yeah. ever freestyled yeah, with him? He's a super him? cool guy. No. Um, I actually have not. It's been, it's been years since I've seen him... But I we bumped into each other at an event years back, but he was in the middle of a performance and I was on a break and we weren't working with the same company, so we never really got to actually uh, freestyle together. But we need to make that happen at some point. Yeah, I'll make it happen. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll figure it out. Awesome. <laughs> Appreciate that. So how did you, how did it become like a hobby into a perf, like a professional like sport for you? Like what was that like, that yeah, so it started off, I was just learning tricks because I wanted to learn them and making YouTube videos so that my family back home in Scotland could see the videos because I was like, oh my gosh, I got this trick, look what I can do. Um, and then it started getting more than like, obviously the five views for my family back home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is cool. And started kind of putting out more videos for like a actual audience instead of just like family. And then when I was in college, I did a crossbar challenge video that got a million views in 10 days. And I think that's kind of when it clicked with me that this could be something more than just like a hobby. Yeah, that is amazing. I love that you just started doing it because you you were just passionate about it, you know? Like it's, we, we, it's, I feel like it's a reoccurring thing with people that we've been speaking to. Like you're just doing what you love and then it's turning, it just turns into something that you can actually you know, make, make money doing it as a, for a living. And I'm sure. Right. I think that's, what's so cool about this day and age is just because of social media, you can take something that you're passionate about, film it in a funky way, throw some audio on there. And people love seeing that. They love seeing, you know, cool things with some passion behind it. Totally. So were you doing this, the YouTube videos while you were playing, um, in high school and, and, and then at school and you went to UNC, right? Yes. Yeah. So I was doing the videos kind of 
throughout high school and my time at UNC as well. That's awesome. Do you want to tell us? Go ahead. Did that? I was going to say, were you, was that one of your strengths as on the field? Was that whole technical and one-on-one aspect? Like, were you kind of obsessed with mastering those skills on a field with opponents and yeah yeah so like my goal every game was to like execute a certain skill or a certain trick and I would like make sure that obviously I I have to get into the right situation to do it so I didn't always pop up but I would set a goal for myself to do a certain trick in a game so that was kind of like you're the first person I've ever heard say that that's so interesting you were like the opposite of me I had no no thought process (laughs) no we had no (laughs) tricks that was my (laughs) I tried to avoid any situation where I could potentially do a trick (laughs) no I think no I mean that was the best part for me was was juking someone and it got to the point when I was younger where my coaches are like you beat the person why are you pulling the ball back and beating them again and I was like because it's like that's (laughs) Like making that's the fun part for me. It's like that. I was like, this is why I play. Like that's the best part is being able to like execute a move that you've been working in the cul-de-sac on for like three months. <laughs> Do, does so it funny. ever? Do you feel like it just comes so quickly and naturally to you? Like you don't even have to really think about what you're gonna do next. Um. For the most part, yes. I think it's when I start integrating new tricks that. I do have to completely master those and get, like, a flow going for them to start feeling like they're starting to click naturally into, like, combos or whatever. And that's just, I mean, that just goes with practicing until it, you know, literally practicing until it becomes perfect. Right. Or almost perfect. (laughs) So, were you, like, doing um, competitions at this point, too? Or was that something that you did after school? Um, I don't think I was doing competitions while I was in school, but I I would need to check the timeline on that. But I don't think so. Um, no, I was mostly just kind of filming stuff in my free time or when I should have been doing schoolwork and (laughs) and then editing, you know, I would spend, I probably should have been spending all night studying, but I would spend all night editing, like, YouTube videos (laughs) and then putting those out, so... So Indy, when you tore, when you tore your ACL, like before that, was it your dream to play professionally? Were you always interested in being a freestyler? Like, did you have a kind of change in course from that? I yeah. So I had always wanted to be a pro footballer. That was like my dream since I can remember. Um, and I think even after I tore my ACL and was doing PT, I was still like. I'm going to play professionally. Um, And it wasn't until I had fully recovered, and I think I was, like, two training sessions back, and then, of course, it was, like, fall break or something like that. And I was home at my parents and just scrolling through Twitter, and I read a quote that said, the man who chases two rabbits catches neither. Because I was like, I'm going to be a, a pro footballer and a freestyler, and I'm going to make this work. And everyone had been telling me for a while that it that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I, for, for whatever reason, that quote just hit me in a way that no one else's, like, criticism had. And I was like... I love that quote. I know, it's fantastic. And I was like, well, crap. I do need to kind of reevaluate and think about what I'm going to do here. And I just decided to 
kind of take a shot in the dark and go the freestyle route, see what I could make of it. That must have been a tough decision, but that's awesome. Like it kind of hit you with that quote and like you were able to see more clear, like what your path was. Yeah. I was kind of sitting there and I was like, what am I doing? Like I, I'm, putting half work into soccer training and half work into freestyling Mm -hmm. and like 5%, 10% into like my actual school. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to like just pick one thing and go at it at 120% and just was like, I'm, I need to try this freestyle route. No one's really doing it. And it's something I'm super passionate about and kind of lets me get all of my creativity out in a fun way so absolutely it worked yeah. out well yeah. well you definitely i was well, gonna say you made I the right decision too, like it's crazy to think that back then when you were thinking about this like did were there really any women out there doing doing freestyling or was this even a sport at the at the time it was a sport there weren't many women um and it was kind of when social media was just starting to kind of take off. So that was kind of where I was like, with social media and like all the things I'm seeing, this might be something that could be amazing. That's so great. So that's, that's so incredible. Yeah, everything was kind of, at the beginning, there was like, freestyle was kind of a relatively new sport. There weren't many women into it. Social media was kind of just popping up, like Instagram think like vine came shortly after that r.i.p yeah. <laughs> like facebook pages so it was kind of a weird and unique opportunity to just kind of jump on did you i mean like it, i can't imagine having a dream that no one else has done before like since there wasn't a lot of females was that like a fear of yours that you wouldn't be able to do it like just because girls weren't doing that sport or did that kind of motivate you more to to make a I name for yourself think- I think it motivated, I mean, I was, I was still young. I was like 17, maybe 18. Mm -hmm. And I think I was just kind of at that age where I didn't really worry about that stuff. I was just kind of like, this will be fine. Mm -hmm. Go for it. I think it was my, my parents were more, oh my, like, oh my God, she's, (laughs) she's done no (laughs) school. Like, this is terrifying. Um, So I think from kind of their standpoint they were a little bit more worried than I was I was just kind of like this will all work out in the end <laughs> you know super naive but I'm I'm glad it did but um yeah I think I was just kind of like eh, it'll be fine so did your did you feel like did your family support <laughs> that decision like eventually I mean I'm sure they were nervous about it but did you feel like their support helped a lot for you to achieve oh, all this yeah they were definitely supportive. I mean, I couldn't have done it without them. Um, and they have, you know, they've always supported my weird freestyle dreams, which was super cool. <laughs> so it was definitely great to have like their support on that, even though I think my mom was a little hesitant that I would never graduate college, but that's okay. <laughs> so what do you think, what do you think your biggest achievement as a freestyler is? Um... Yeah, or what are you most proud yeah, of? I good... think probably just spreading the sport. Mm-hmm. Because it did so much for me uh, in, like, a mental space, a physical aspect. Even, like, socially, it's given me so many opportunities. And if I've done that for even one or two people just by exposing them to freestyle, then I feel like that's what I'm most proud of. 
that's you must have so many like young lady bowlers reaching out to you on like instagram and everywhere just like so interested in the sport because of you so that must be really rewarding it is very cool and i've been trying to do some more tutorials to try and break down those tricks and help get more people into I, it. I noticed that. I'll, I'll do a tutorial yes. of yours. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be a fun yes. YouTube video. I think that's so important, though, because, like, you're teaching, you're using your platform to teach, you know, other people how to do what you do, and, like, it's just, it's, it, I don't know, it's just such a great challenge for, especially nowadays when lady ballers have all the time in the world to work on their technical skills, but, you know, to, like, help right. them work on that and stick, try to, try to reach a goal and, and stick with it until they do. Right. Yeah, and your tutorial almost made me feel like I could actually <laughs> do one of them. <laughs> did you try, Alana? Wait, I you you did you one of the first one of the tutorial ones that you posted. I was like, I actually do have to just take a day and see if maybe I was going about it the wrong way. You know, <laughs> maybe you were going to unlock the power. <laughs> well, a lot of it is like with the stalls and stuff. Obviously, it's practice because you have to get used to like balancing something somewhere but it is a lot of body positioning too and just making sure that like your knees are bent or that you know your foot's positioned in the right way so that's where the kind of tutorials do come in and kind of help out quite a bit you know what I was wondering like do you have a certain workout regimen or something like with flexibility and or anything like that or is it more like just repetitions of the move itself that because you move your legs in ways that I I can't even fathom (laughs) oh my god I can't do without a ball I think it mostly comes from just doing the tricks over and over again, because mm-hmm. um, I don't really work on flexibility at all. I mean, if any, I mean, I run every now and then, but I don't really do any other. I don't do like weights or sh- strength training or kind of any of that. I always feel like that mm-hmm. hindered my flexibility and stuff, actually. It just kind of made my muscles feel too heavy. So usually I just go on like kind of short, short-ish runs, like three to five miles. And then um, it's just the freestyle training. Anything over a mile for me right now is pretty That's... long. <laughs> I was going to say, that is no, not my definition no, but I of short-ish. Just also <laughs> think about it, like when you do some isolated moves, what your legs are, your, your balance is, has to be there. And like you're working on your strength, but just with your own body weight. So it's just, it's really interesting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You don't need weights. <laughs> yeah. I, I always found I had more injuries and was kind of less able to do the skills and more weights I did and strength training and stuff. So I mm-hmm. kind of avoid that direction. Yeah. Um, so you also, you, you've been, had some crazy experiences because you're freestyling. Like, can you tell us about when you got on the Ellen show and like you, you made the Guinness world record for, for, I think, what is it? The three, three, um, what do you call it? Indy? Uh, it is a three yes. rev, but it's called a poly. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you, when did you get the Guinness world record? So I don't, I don't technically have a Guinness record for that trick. I was just the first girl in the sport to ever land oh, it. Okay. Um, That's, yeah, that is so cool. But so that was a few years ago. Uh, I was getting touches on it before I tore my ACL. 
which was unfortunate, um, because then I had to spend, like, another kind of year or so getting that back. Um, the freestyle stuff came pretty quickly, but just kind of the uncertainty, like, jumping Mm -hmm. that way took me, I think it was more of a mental block after I tore my ACL, rather than, like, a physical thing. Um, so I got that, like, shortly after I fully recovered from, uh, my ACL injury. But I do have uh, some Guinness records, which has been super cool to do. Yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. Are you in a? Are you in the book? Is there a book still? I don't know. I remember I, I used to I buy am. that at like the Scholastic Guys, Book Fairs. There's definitely Me books. too. Yeah, Love that book. Wild. Everyone's like long necks and like yeah, all this crazy they stuff. They definitely still have a book. <laughs> yeah. All right, they, we gotta get it. Those books are crazy. I saw the other day. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I saw the other day there was um, a kid that had uh, the most amount of snails on his face at the same time. <laughs> and, How many? He had like sixteen snails, but they all had to stay on all at once. <laughs> so it's not just him; it's the, the snails, snails who also made the record. The snails failed him. He says he tries every year. And sometimes they <laughs> fall off. But anyway, Indies is a lot cooler than that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I remember, yeah, there was one when I was a kid. It was like the most amount of spoons balanced on your face. I've seen that. I remember I that one. I spent quite a lot of time trying to do that as a kid. But I don't even think I could get one to balance. <laughs> so great. Well, we're definitely going to So, have- and when you do these... The judges have to, like, be there, right? Like, I feel like I've seen yes. videos of people having to do it. Like, there's a whole group and, like, all kinds of judges and everything. Is that, like, more stressful? Yeah. It is a little bit. I tend to get in the zone, though, when I'm freestyling. So, like, the first, like, if I can get over the first, like, five, ten seconds, I'm usually good. But wow. if I mess up within those five, ten seconds, I'm just a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's hard to come back from. Yeah. It's like you just start off so poorly, and you're like, well, that's it. <laughs> Have you had any, like, performances or, like, events where, like, you've started and had it happen, and you just have to, like, I don't know, do you yeah. just stop, well, or I do you s- change it? Like, that's so crazy. <laughs> I I was, when I first started doing performances, I was getting really bad, like, stage anxiety, basically, and would have to kind of do some very, very basic tricks until my legs stopped shaking. Oh, like, my gosh. Convul- like, they were, oh like, convulsing God. to the point where I was, like, I couldn't even oh. do it around the world. Um, oh, couldn't even do it around the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, um, I spent the summers over in Scotland kind of around the same time I was starting to do performances, and I would just go out and street perform. Wow. Which helped a lot. So I would kind of, there would be some days there would be like no one watching, just people walking by. And then other days you'd get like bigger crowds, but it kind of helped having like one or two people watching. And then like people are walking up and you're not kind of seeing how many people are around. So that really was something that was Honestly, that's genius. Do you think that, I was going to say, did that help you get past that? The nervousness because I feel like all players have some level of like pregame anxiety and everything. Is that what did it for you? Yeah, I, I mean, I still get nervous before any performance, um, but I that helped tremendously. I mean, I can actually like after that, I was able to like, go out and not be like completely <laughs> just like shaking. <laughs> A wreck, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Yeah. What was your favorite or like the performance that like stands out in your mind now? Is there one that sticks out? Um, 
that you even impressed yourself? <laughs> I think it, it was probably Ellen, just because I had it was pre-recorded, but I only had one shot at it. So if I wow. messed up, that was it. That's crazy. Come, Ellen, I give her two it. tries. <laughs> and I, I, they like, it was like a hidden audience thing. So I was like sitting in the audience and then she oh called my, my name. And I tripped over the <gasps> speaker coming out of that aisle. And I was like, I need to get myself together. Basically, like, fell down the stairs. <laughs> how old How old were you when you did that? Uh, I was a sophomore or junior in high school. Wow. I would have literally <laughs> melted into the floor like a puddle. I would not have been able That's to do so that. That's so crazy. So you got it in one shot, though. Yeah, I I mean, I was very, uh, very lucky, no. but everything went it very smoothly. It was not smoothly. lucky. You put in all the work <laughs> to get that right. And I mean, I definitely, I want to watch the video. I've seen it before, but I want to watch it again. Because I didn't notice you tripping over, over the speaker. You can, yeah, you can, you can see, if you look very closely at the be- very beginning, you see me like stumbling. <laughs> I was a massive speaker in the middle of the, of the, the aisle. Oh man, but that's so cool. I mean, who can freaking say that they've been on the Ellen show? That is really cool. So. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Yeah, what, what are your, do you have any like tips for people who get a little nervous? Because especially with Lady Ballers feeling like, especially like during the college recruiting stages when they feel like they're being, you know, watched under a, a you know, a microscope. Um, right. Do you have any tips for, for people who get anxiety like that before playing or while playing? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is that you have to mess up, one, to learn from your mistakes, mm-hmm. and two, because you're human. You're, nothing's ever going to go perfectly, and usually when you mess up or, you know, you mess up a pass or your first touch is slightly off, it seems so much worse when it's happening to you versus people Mm -hmm. looking in on it. So just try to remember that it's okay to mess up. You're human. It's going to happen. And no one is really thinking as terribly about you as you are about yourself when you do something like that. That's true. No, I wouldn't even notice. I wouldn't even know. I think it was part of the act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was happening. That was happening a lot when I was freestyling. I'd be, I would like stop and I would be like, oh, I can't believe like I, I had a drop in, you know, the first like 20 seconds. And my friends would be like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, they didn't even see it. <laughs> and it was just because like I had, I knew my routine and I knew what I was doing, but they were like, it, it looked like you meant to do that. It just goes along the lines though, that we're always our own worst critic and like you can really get in your own head and and like completely make right. things bigger than it is. So it's just a nice yep. reminder that like just brush it off and continue on and you'll be fine. Right. It is, it, like, 99.9% of the time is not as bad as you're thinking, and even if it was, it's okay. We're human. We mess up. We make mistakes. We just learn yeah, for the next time. People forget, yeah. like, almost immediately about what you did. <laughs> so it's totally, it's right. totally fine. I mean, look at all the, like, professional players that have shanked PKs. It's so true. Yep, it's so true. It, it, it happens to the best of us. It so. really does. And the worst of us. <laughs> Do you have any, um, do you have any, like, good friends in the freestyle world? Like, you must all know each other, but, like, is there any, like, 
people that you're very close with? Um, I am sort of isolated out here in North Carolina. Um, and I feel like if I was in a big city like New York or LA or even like London, I would be able to like freestyle with people more often and actually Mm -hmm. like become good friends with them. But I, I'm so far out of the loop that it's been kind of tough. Yeah, that's true. I guess North Carolina is not a big area for it. It is not a big freestyle hub. <laughs> you can change that. Yeah. <laughs> the- I really, I, I think that was my goal when I first started doing clinics. I was like, yeah, I have to make a bunch of freestylers and then we're all going to freestyle <laughs> together. It's just going to be yeah. a big freestyling community. And then it never, a few years went by and it never <laughs> happened. And I was like, well, this is fine. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get the we'll get the academy going, the Indy Cali Academy, and we'll be we'll be in it. We'll show we'll show them Perfect. what not to that do. That sounds fantastic. We'll show them what not to do, <laughs> and it will be great. <laughs> All right, guys, should we jump into some rapid fire? Yeah. All right. Yes. Let's hit it. Um, Indy, you can you can say you know more than one word. You can describe it. It doesn't have to be so rapid. Okay. It's um, slow burning. I'm getting. I'm biggest, getting nervous. No, don't. <laughs> favorite pop up music or song or favorite song? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be "Stupid Love" by Lady Gaga. Ooh, that's a good one. You always have. He- Do you have headphones in all the time, like before performing or during? Yes, I always. I absolutely love music. So I, any chance I get, I have music on or headphones on. That's great. Um, funniest moment during a performance? I, I have two. I had my bucket stolen, my bucket of money stolen <gasps> by a junkie when I was street performing. Oh my, and where was that? In Glasgow. Oh my god. In Scotland. And I also, same street, got pooped on by a bird. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good luck. That's good luck. Did you get the money I back? Like, no. I, will I did not. Kill she, she literally ran off and was like, "You don't deserve it." And I was like, "And you do." <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with the bird poop? That's did you wipe it off or keep it going? Well, I was, I was like, it pooped on me, and I was like in the middle of uppers, so I had like the ball on my head, and it was like running down like the side oh, of my face and, and like my shoulder, and I was like, "Do I just stop and oh, like, clean up? Do I finish the perf- I, but I finished the performance, and then just." packed up my stuff and went to a Starbucks and cleaned up. <laughs> Do you have video of it? No, oh, I wish. Rats. I was perf- I was performing alone that day, so I didn't have like anything. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. It was it was a mess. <laughs> All right, if you weren't a freestyler, what would your job be? I would love to do forensic photography. Ooh, that's, so interesting. that's cool. Wait, forensic, forensic, like, like crime scenes. Dexter status, like crime scenes. Wow, are you really into murder? That's... Um, that sounds like I am a psycho, a psychopath. <laughs> well, I am. We're, well, we're we're very into murder. I, so, yeah, I'm a huge like crime show, like TV buff. Do you love yes. all the podcasts? Books as well. Yes. Yeah. Do you I listen to my like, favorite murder? Books. Yes. Cool, we should chat later. <laughs> yes, 100, 100%. Psycho to psycho. I can't even think about murder. And when we watch Lifetime while we're shipping, I have I have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Okay, 
coolest coolest <laughs> celebrity you've ever met besides Ellen? <clears throat> um, honestly, I might say Jordan Sparks. That's cool. Where did you meet? She, she was so cool and down to earth. And also Michelle Obama was wow. fantastic too. Oh yeah, I forgot you met her. Yeah, they were at the same event, and they were just both fabulous people. That's awesome. It's, it makes sense, because I always thought that about Michelle, but now I have proof that she is amazing. Yeah, she <laughs> she literally gave me a hug and was like, my daughters love your videos. Oh, wow. Jordan? I, I was like, I was like, excuse me a second, I'm crying. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. I just, Jordan yeah, Sparks crying. is only 30 years old, BT wow. dubs. I feel like she's she been around forever. So Super sweet too, and very very down to earth. Aw, that. that's awesome. Um, favorite player doesn't have to be a freestyler, just like a favorite player growing up or anything. Um, or now, I, George Best. Why? Nice. Um, I was well, still am a Manchester United fan, so kind of grew up with the old school Manchester United mm-hmm. players. Did you um, ever perform there? Yes, I did. That's really cool. That was wild. I had I had the crazy shakes during that performance. Oh my gosh! Their fans are their fans might see if you make a mistake. (laughs) They're ruthless. Yeah, they they might. (laughs) That's really cool. All right, what's your favorite meal to cook? Um, Or are you a takeout person? I love. Well, I'm vegan, but chicky nuggies, like the, the the vegan chicken nuggets, those are the best with some like b- barbecue sauce. Yum. Oh, nice! I've never had. What's them. your favorite vegan dessert? Cookies. Like, do you make them or do you do buy you... them from somewhere local? Yes, we make them. So I think what is it? Brown sugar, flour, oats, vegan butter, and chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. love it. They're fabulous. I'll, I'll give you my address. Soon, <laughs> I will. I will get the recipe and send it to you guys because honestly, they're That's so awesome. good. Um, biggest fear: spiders. Alana hates. Yeah, Alana hates. That's up there. <laughs> God, I, I, it really kills me. I'm such a big animal person, and I. Don't want to be scared of them. I know they're harmless, but there's something about their legs just... Guys, I, I just want to tell you something, though. Have you ever seen the picture of... It, I don't know what it is, but it's a picture of an example. If spiders didn't exist, what creatures would be on this planet? No. Yes. So, like, oh, I don't even want to know. You kind of have to thank them. Like, when you see them, just say thank you. Oh, God. Thanks when you see. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I oh I still try to take them outside, but That's they nice. give me the severe creepy yeah. crawlies. All right, it's okay. I understand that one. That definitely. I'm sweat. I'm sweating. <laughs> um, what's your least favorite freestyle move to do? Like, even if you have to do it, it's just like the one that you don't like. I don't particularly enjoy doing upper moves because of the bird. Um, That's on. That's on your head. Honestly, that, honestly, I might have a little bit of P- PTSD from that. No joke. But yeah, no, um, I, I just, I prefer like uh, lowers or sit down tricks. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll do uppers and they're fun for like performances, but I, not something that I'm the biggest fan of. Oh, okay. 
Well, then, what's your favorite move? Did we say that one? Uh, what's your favorite move? No. These. No, we didn't. The soul stall. I gotta look that up. Is that when you're laying down and the ball's on the bottom of your When foot? I'm standing up. Ah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, like your logo. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that move. Yeah, when I, don't when, I think, when I think of Inna Cowie, I think of that move. I do, Aww. too. You've done, yeah, you've done a good job of, like, Branding it. Owning that, that, yeah, branding that uh, move. That's so funny. What's your, all right, what's your, oh, what's your favorite you. thing to do on a day off? Um, just hang out with the pets. The pups, the cats. Question. The spiders. Do you, have, all, all do you of them. walk I, your cats? I have three, I have three of the cats in my room right now. I think one, one is hiding, <laughs> but I have, they're all asleep. Um, no, they are very obstinate and do not like being walked. <laughs> We have we have one that is Nigel is a, a well mostly blind and, and mostly deaf and we can Aww, take him that's anywhere. Awesome. But he he has he's got like a little bit of arthritis and oh. he doesn't do great like walking and stuff. So but we we take him in the car sometimes. He loves the car. Is Nigel from the? Did you name him from the Wild Thornberries? We did. Yes. Oh, that's a great character. I always had a soft spot for Nigel. Nigel. I yes. love Nigel. <laughs> he was kind of cute, but okay, whatever. Shannon, what? <laughs> <laughs> My first crush was Twister from Rocket Power. That's understandable, but Nigel Twister. I loved Twister. Twister. Was good looking. <laughs> I mean, even Frankie Muniz is cuter than Nigel. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Oh my God. I'm looking at pictures of Twister right now on my computer. Oh. All right. <laughs> anyway, I'll cut this part out. Um, <laughs> well, that ends our really weird rapid fire. <laughs> oh my gosh, Indy! Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and like this was so much fun to to get to know you more about all you know your journey as a crazy successful freestyler. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you, guys. Hopefully we see you in the future when things have calmed down. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully there's not an apocalypse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes. Keep keep, keep doing tutorials and we'll film us attempting we'll, your tutorials we'll do it, and send them to you. We'll do the side <laughs> by side. That would be hilarious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, deal. That would be fantastic. Well, if there's any tricks that you want me to break down, I will happily do awesome. that. Awesome. The thigh juggle, the, uh, the, thigh, yeah. <laughs> the foot juggle, <laughs> uh, the bird poop juggle. Oh my god, what a time! Oh, have a great day, Andy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Stay you safe. Too. Bye. Thanks, Andy. Take care. Bye. Bye.